0: All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Fight the Fate. I'm Mike Bonomo, and I'm here with Brian Davies today. Yeah, yeah. And I was planning on this being like a shorter episode, but I couldn't stop writing. I was so into this story, maybe just because I like all like World War II history and stuff. But uh, today we're doing Tsutomu Yamaguchi, it is amazing. How this guy survived? Would you even believe me? I told you this guy survived both Hiroshima and Nagasaki atomic bombs during World War II. What? He was at both spots. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, imagine just looking out your window. Are you yourself. talking about? Are you talking about Iron Yamaguchi? Iron Man Yamaguchi. This dude was the lead skinned Yamaguchi. I mean. I couldn't believe I when I started research and I'm like, "All right, this will be there wasn't that much information on them, but as I kept going, it's like there I kept finding detailed articles uh, history.com had a couple articles so I was reading off of that and about 3 months after the Germany surrender to the Allied forces, Japan was still guarding their islands with more than 2 million troops and they had no plans of stopping they were not going to surrender and this is where we are you would think like germany just germany just surrendered you would think japan would surrender too because now all the focus was going to be on them
1: japan does not get the credit they deserve in world war ii i I believe and like unless you talk to someone who fought in the pacific theater which is like rare now i believe most of them are dying or dead yeah they were they were they were so vicious and so so committed to their cause even more than like yeah, the Germans committed the Holocaust, but like there was so many times the Germans would retreat and just be a sensible, sensible army. The, the Japanese didn't fucking retreat; they fought to the death. Like when they ran out of bullets, they would use the fucking bayonet and the katana.
0: They were so loyal. It's like they were ready for anything.
1: It, it they're they're basically like the the Asian Spartans. Yeah, like they fought to the death. No retreat, no surrender. On your shield or on top of it, with yeah. your shield or on, on it.
0: So they were ready. I mean, they couldn't really go anywhere. Like they were going to wait with just on their island and just wait for the the oncoming attack, but the United States couldn't afford to keep fighting a war of attrition in the Pacific, and Harry S. Truman was just informed that the Manhattan Project was a success. Burr, 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 burr. The most vicious weapon to ever exist was ready to be deployed. Boom, big boy. Boom, boom. Who was working on the Manhattan Project? Robert
1: Oppenheimer, uh, those two Russian. The r-
0: German scientists we kidnapped? Yeah,
1: Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer, the Russian the Russian Jews that emigrated that we would later hang for yeah. uh, selling secrets to the Russians. There, there's a number of people. I, I forget. It's, there, so there was, I believe there was the New York team. And there was the the Los Alamos team, um, yeah. and they collaborated to make the nuclear bomb. So I think you had probably like fifty physicists all together. Damn, and that's not counting engineers and yada yada other that, people that were really important.
0: Truman gets the call like we have the weapon of all weapons ready to go, and he sat on the decision for a while. He sent Japan an offer to choose unconditional surrender or face complete destruction, but Japan would not submit so imagine like you have
1: you ha- you you understand you can't even understand really because this is a new thing it's not like a bullet it's not a missile it it is a bomb but it's not like any other bomb you literally they didn't know how destructive it was gonna be yeah they didn't know how many people were gonna die the- they were throwing wild numbers at truman like you could kill the entire like there were thoughts at one point that the nuclear bomb was going to ignite the atmosphere. Like <laughs> as when it went off, like our whole world would just catch on fire. Oh my god! So that's that's the power he's choosing. He has the choice to wield, and like I I forget how long, but the, I think it was a period of months he sat with the decision, like or maybe a month. Like yeah, he had to sit on was, those. I you know? don't
0: I don't know the exact, but it wasn't that long. Yeah. And Okinawa had already been captured, and so they the United States could launch an invasion from Okinawa at this point. They were planning for the attack, but some say like the Japanese were already on their knees. Like they were, there was no need for this bombing. Like they would have surrendered. Some people defend by saying like they should have never done this because the war would have ended anyway. Who Who says that? If you look that up, that's one of the major things where people fight against why he dropped the bombs. They said Japan was so weak at the time that they would have just surrendered eventually but, but i don't think that, i don't i I'd don't think that, they were going to unless they still didn't surrender after the first one
1: that's really dumb logic because like okay relatively uh, it's a it's a weird comparison but 9-11 like compared to the u.s military fucking al-qaeda's weak like but they still did major damage and they still i don't know how long we've been in afghanistan iraq whatever the fuck like the if you're committed to the cause and you're willing to do destruction and you're willing to fight for that cause like i don't care how weak you are like you'll still keep
0: that's why i was I was trying to look up both sides, like why it was bad that he actually did this because I mean it was bad, but did he have the choice? So we're reading here that so the land invasion that it was gonna take to go into Japan was gonna cost ten times the amount of Normandy, and Truman just decided to go go the other way, and he didn't want to waste all the all the money and all the lives that. Could have been involved in having another invasion on a different front.
1: That's what I've seen. Is that the they estimated the estimates I heard versus dropping the bomb of like what it would have actually taken to storm all the way to Tokyo were like so much worse than yeah. what it was. Oh my to drop god! The
0: bomb. Imagine that if that invasion actually happened. American
1: lives, Japanese soldier lives, Japanese civilian lives. It would have been so much worse than the bomb. That would
0: have been the most vicious war in history if we actually had to go in island there. hopping,
1: bloody. Civilians fighting through civilians. They weren't they didn't evacuate anybody.
0: No, they would have never evacuated now They would they would have
1: started conscripting kids.
0: They would have put them I think they would have used them as a defense like we just didn't we just do that They did someone? it they did
1: it in Germany. Yeah, where yeah. like eventually the Hitler youth got conscripted to actually fight and like uh, what's uh, Over the bridge under the bridge. There's some German movie I had to watch in German class where like the Hitler youth were defending like this one small bridge into Berlin
0: Yeah so the hammer came down and on August 6, 1945, a plane called the Enola Gay dropped a bomb called Little Boy onto the head of Hiroshima. Now, humankind had their hands on something that was beyond their control. Like, having radiation just be leaked, if we go look at chernobyl and how we were using the power that once it got out of our grasp that it was just uncontrollable that's what happened when you drop a, a bomb that's never been dropped on people before mm-hmm. for the first time you don't know how far the damage is gonna go now Sutomu yamaguchi was born march sixteenth, 1916 And since he was a young man, he worked for Mitsubishi Heavy Industries designing oil tankers. Yamaguchi never wanted Japan to get involved in the war in the first place. His industry began to suffer when resources became scarce and a lot of the oil tankers were sunk. He couldn't take this shit anymore. While things were deteriorating around him, he thought about overdosing his family with sleeping pills if Japan actually lost the war. Yeah,
1: they would have definitely just surrendered. He if, was
0: taking this to an extreme. They
1: all, that, that's the Japanese people at this time. They take it to extreme. There's, there's a suicide forest in Japan today yeah. where if you fail in business, you go kill yourself there.
0: Man, you that's, got, that watch is,
1: that documentary. That is um, modern day Japanese society. It's on
0: YouTube, Vice News. It's the, the suicide forest and the, the park ranger is like a professional, like, like, psychologist, just from, like, working there.
1: We didn't need to drop the bomb. Like, we got <laughs> dudes killing themselves over business. Oh, man. I don't
0: know. Fuck out of here. Imagine you're living in Japan, and one day, paper starts falling out of the sky. A warning was delivered to about 35 cities, and these were called the Limei Leaflets. Limei. Limei Leaflets, and this is what a Japan citizen would have read when they picked it up off the street. To the Japanese people, America asks that you take immediate heed of what we say on this leaflet. We are in possession of the most destructive explosive ever devised by man. A single one of our newly developed atomic bombs is actually the equivalent to explosive power to what 2000 of our giant B-29s can carry on a single mission. This awful fact is one for you to ponder and we solemnly assure you that it's grimly accurate. We have just begun to use this weapon against your homeland if you still have any doubt make inquiry as to what happened to Hiroshima when just one atomic bomb fell on that city before using this bomb to destroy every resource of the military by which they are prolonging the useless war we ask you now to petition the Emperor to end the war our president has outlined for you 13 consequences of an honorable surrender We urge that you accept these consequences and begin the work of building a new, better, and peace-loving Japan. You should take steps now to cease military resistance. Otherwise, we shall resolutely employ this bomb and all of our other superior weapons to promptly and forcefully end the war. Evacuate your cities! Attention, Japanese people! Evacuate your cities! I guess this was after the Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Yeah. There was a bunch of these uh, different kind of leaflets that were dropped. They all said, like, different things, but mostly saying, like, you better get out of there or it's going to be bad.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really common tactic, actually. It kind of just demoralizes the people that, like, oh, they just flew over and they didn't even bomb us. They just dropped fucking letters and shit. they could
0: have bombed us. At any moment.
1: I'm pretty sure we do that with North Korea. Like, we just drop in porn
0: and shit and, like, outside news. Well, yeah, we South drop. Korea does that to them. We,
1: we drop in the most destructive thing, Fox they, News.
0: They let up a... They, like, South Korea, they stand near the border and put it in... A, they, like, like... They use fucking t-shirt cannons. They use balloons <laughs> and stuff. They'll put it <laughs> on a balloon and then it'll just pop in North Korea and they find porn in it. So Yamaguchi and his family lived in Nagasaki... But in the summer of 1945, he took a three-month business trip to Hiroshima. August 6th, at the end of his three months, August 6th was supposed to be his last day in the city. But when he was heading to catch the train home, he forgot his travel stamp. So you can't leave without your travel stamp. Always keep your travel stamp on you.
1: And that's what, like, uh, I guess, it's papers,
0: a passport. Yeah. I don't know. But at 8.15 a.m., he heard a buzzing in the sky. Mm -hmm. He looked up and saw the B-29 bomber drop something attached to a parachute. I think it was three small parachutes that were, like, guiding the missile down. Mm -hmm. 43 seconds later, the sky lit up like a magnesium flare. Yamaguchi dove into a ditch but the boom that followed the light sucked him from the ground and spun him in the air, flipping him into a nearby potato patch. He was just two miles from ground zero. As his eyes opened up, the piles of ash grew around him. The mushroom cloud of fire towered over him. Both of his forearms and his face were badly burned while both his eardrums were ruptured. Just two miles. You'd think he would have, like more damage than that.
1: No. This, uh, like, we, like we talked about with Sean, this was, it, it's highly destructive but like relatively weak. Like I think over the next five years we would develop ones that would destroy the whole city and I think Tsar Bomba, the last one detonated by the Russians was it would destroy 50 square miles oh
0: um God. imagine you don't even know what that is when it goes off i, I knew the like, math what? at one
1: i knew the math at one point for this so like if you were if you were within the first mile you would more than likely be obliterated and if you weren't the fire like the, the fireball caused, would suck away your oxygen for long enough to oh, asphyxiate yeah. you i
0: remember sean talking about and that.
1: then the fallout the fallout would go a certain way and like some of the energy to be dispersed there's like a mathematical equation you can look up that um it's simple enough that I could understand it.
0: Or just go play the game Fallout and, like, you'll You'll no, understand. You'll understand. The, do,
1: you, the documentary Fallout. The damage
0: that can happen. After pulling himself up, he walked toward what was left of his Mitsubishi shipyard. Seeing that two of his co-workers still survived the blast, the three of them headed to the air raid shelter for the night just taking cover for the night. I'm guessing this, these air raid shelters were just like swamped with people. Mm-hmm. Everyone running, everyone's burnt. 80,000 Japanese were killed, only 20,000 of them were soldiers. Another 70,000 were injured. These are all estimates cuz bodies were completely like disintegrated. No one knows the real number. The records were gone. The scary part is that this bomb was mostly a failure as only 1.7% fissile material detonated. I think it's fissile. I'm not sure. Probably fissile. Fissile. It's like the, the stuff that makes the, the it's reaction. A f- it's a
1: fission bomb, so I'm guessing it's some derivative of that.
0: Yeah. So when the Enola Gay returned back to base after 12 hours and 13 minutes... The pilot, Colonel Paul Tibbetts, stepped off the plane and was handed a Distinguished Service Cross on the spot. And the plane, the Enola Gay, was named after his mother. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so he's left. I mean, Yamaguchi just doesn't know what just hit him. Like, you just see this flash, and you just get sucked into the air, and you hear the bit loud shockwave that comes after it. So I guess it's the flash first, the bright light, and then that kicks in when it then it reaches you.
1: Light travels faster than sound, so you see the light first, uh, then you get hit with the blast. then after the blast, it gets sucked backwards, like it gets sucked backwards oh, to yeah, feed the fire turn. to f- the oxygen feeds the fire. So there's a two prong, mm. so it's like a it's like a it's like an earthquake where like it's the first thing, and then the tremble back that yeah. really fucks shit up. Like after shit's already weakened. It's it's fucking destructive. Um we we won't go into that, but like if you want to read some of the accounts of some of the other survivors from this, it's fucking horrifying what this shit did.
0: And know? read uh I think it's white is it white lightning black rain or I something? Th- There's that, a documentary yeah. uh white I think it's white lightning black rain. It's a crazy documentary. I think it's on it was on H it's on On The Man. But uh, it just shows all the survivors and the damage it did. On the morning of August 7th, after spending the shitty night in the air raid shelter, Yamaguchi and the two other men heard that the train station was still operational. They walked through a hellish landscape of fires, corpses, and wreckage. They even had to swim through a river of floating bodies to get there. How was this train still operational? Yeah, it just depends on where it was. I guess it was far yeah, enough. Away far from enough. Blast. I mean, yeah, he didn't get that messed up where he was. So probably walking the opposite way.
1: I'm pretty sure I remember like hearing that the, that the bomb was slightly off target. So maybe like it, did, it just didn't hit where it was supposed to. Or maybe they didn't care where it hit, really.
0: Who knows? Well, I can't believe that only one point seven percent of it went off. Yeah, it would have just destroyed all of Japan.
1: It's not even that like we just got better at the the ignition more than like the technology. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it
0: was the first. It was. I mean they tested them before that, but it was the first live go around. Yeah,
1: but okay, so our first test of a bullet was a fucking musket ball versus a fucking modern round that fucking travels at supersonic speeds.
0: Yeah. Uh when they got to the train, it was full of burn victims. Everyone that was trying to get out of there. They were headed to Nagasaki from Hiroshima. And he was going to get his to see his family. He didn't he didn't still didn't know what was going on. Like why did this happen? What was it? So he just wanted to go home. 16 hours after the explosion, Harry S. Truman told the world how he was wielding the power of the universe. He told people that. He had a sun in his pocket that he could just drop on someone. I mean, literally. Now arriving home, Yamaguchi was treated for his burns, And when he walked in to see his family, they didn't even recognize him. That's how fucked up he was. After only one day spent at home, the next morning he reported to Mitsubishi's Nagasaki office. While he was giving a report to his director about what had happened in Hiroshima, his director asked him, How could one bomb destroy an entire city? And before he could answer the question, a white light filled the room from the outside windows, and the shockwave that followed shattered all the glass. Yamaguchi hit the ground. He knows what to do this time. He just saw (laughs) the same thing. You got to get down. You got to get on the ground as fast as possible. He thought the mushroom cloud was actually following from city to city. He couldn't fathom how this could happen again and again he was within 2 miles of the blast That's fucking nuts dude now the japanese still wouldn't surrender after little boy fell so another b29 bomber called boxcar geared up with the second atom bomb fat man yeah i just i wanted to give a little backstory on like how these bombers came uh when they decided they had to drop another one cuz Japan still wouldn't surrender after all this they would not surrender
1: that that I will give them like I don't the second bomb may have not been so necessary right away like this isn't again this isn't modern era news doesn't travel that fast they, they don't get
0: to see the damage there's yet. no
1: telegrams around that survived the blast to fucking to, you know telegraph the war like people again this dude's giving a report from a fucking train ride you know yeah. like of what happened so people didn't know right away so saying they needed to do it so soon you know may have been that may have been a bad
0: call it's so yeah cuz it's not like they let could let the news spread they couldn't survey the land it's not like they were going to go attack anyone mm. while when this happened they could have let them go look at it there's at no
1: least. one to no one had told the story like literally this dude's telling the story as the bomb falls yeah like of what happened to to like scare the rest of everybody they didn't let it sink in
0: And they estimated another 80,000 were dead, but they have no idea. It was probably way more than that. And these numbers aren't even counting the hundreds of thousands of citizens that would die of radiation sickness. Even if you survived the initial blast, you would still have to deal with the black rain that came afterwards. Black rain just rain filled with radiation particles dripping right on your head.
1: Yeah, so 10% of the entire blast energy expelled would be lifting up fucking ash and dirt and fucking whatever was vaporized in the first explosion would lift up as an ash to later become irradiated and just fall fucking down and just spread fucking cancer everywhere. Fucking
0: airborne cancer, dude. People probably didn't even know that that was actually a dangerous thing. They're just going out in the rain. They didn't know like how much this could linger and some people say Truman's decisions were just barbaric. He should have never done this, um, but he. Truman's claim is the United States preserved life all around compared to if there was that war of attrition. I don't know. I can't really, I don't really have a stance on that because I don't I, I don't, I mean, you can't say how far that the war was going to go if they actually invaded. But it, it, it probably would have been worse because it would have been going on for years. Like, there's no way we would've just marched right to the center of Japan, like that fast. Now, Yamaguchi fled the Mitsubishi building after surviving two atomic blasts within three days. He went home to look for his wife and child. When he got there, he saw that his house had been completely destroyed. But listen to this, luckily, from him being burned in the first blast and showing up home, His wife went out with the child to get burn ointment for him. And when she saw the bright light of Fat Man, she found a tunnel to hide in, and they were alive. So him being in the first blast actually saved his wife and kid, maybe, Mm -hmm. because they weren't home. Now, the double dose of radiation began to take its toll on its body. His hair fell out, his wounds were on the verge of infection, and he would vomit until he passed out. When he heard over the radio that Emperor Hirohito had surrendered, he didn't have the strength to care either way. All that he could think is how close he was to death at that moment. Now like many other survivors, Yamaguchi would recover and lead a pretty normal life. Uh, He had a bunch of ailments, but he still lived to be old. That's like crazy. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand how he survived both. These I would bombs.
1: imagine some people just have a predisposition predisposition to being cancer resistant. If I had to guess.
0: Yeah. Well, how I wonder how much this is, the strength of where he was when the bomb, like the radiation dose, was to Chernobyl. When those guys were close to Chernobyl, close to the core, they like died immediately. I guess that was way more powerful
1: yeah so even our our technology advanced so far in that time that a a non-weaponized reactor
0: was more powerful than these bombs yeah now japan finally surrenders but it doesn't it actually wasn't some people say it actually wasn't the bombs that caused them to surrender it was the soviet union declaring war on japan while this was going on Mm -hmm. because they had, like, an agreement, like a non, uh, what do you call it? Non-aggression. Yeah, non-aggression agreement. And when the Soviets said, no, we're now we're at war with you, they had to surrender. I mean, there was no way. When did, the,
1: when did that happen? I guess, I guess. oh, yeah, Russia was initially it on happened, the German side. It hap- right? No. No, before Hitler turned on the Russians, they were all oh, on one yeah, team. Yeah. So I guess they would be allies with Japan, which is crazy yeah. because they have a long time rivalry, the Russians and the Jer- and the Japanese.
0: But I don't get how they, <clears throat> they stayed in a non-aggression while they were fighting Germany. So I guess I mean, they you gotta, let, I guess the, the Soviets, were, they thought it was good to weaken the United States Well, too. you let,
1: I mean if you, they, they again, they hate They have a long, Japan and Russia have a long time rivalry. Um, If you can let someone do the fighting for you for fucking the the entire Pacific War, why the fuck not? Yeah, let the,
0: after they beat Germany, let the Japan, let Japan. I mean, that's what they did in Berlin,
1: honestly. Like, yeah, they came back and after the Russian winter took care of Hitler's forces, they just fucking rolled in to Berlin and Poland like they fucking had fucking much to do with anything and like they weren't getting their ass beat.
0: Yeah, so after the surrender, the Allied forces occupied Japan. And this is where Yamaguchi uh, worked as a translator. He eventually went back to designing oil tankers. And in 1957, the Japanese government officially recognized the atomic bomb survivors. And Yamaguchi was only recognized for being at Nagasaki. It wasn't in the books that he was at Hiroshima, too. In reality, there were a total of 165 survivors that were present for both blasts. People that took that train back over,
1: yeah, all his buddies,
0: got hit again. He would go on to call for nuclear disarmament. He would write. He wrote a book. He wrote like a poetry book. He was, um, what do you call it? Memoir. Uh, Yeah, uh, I don't know. Biography. uh, I don't know. It was something like that, and he just he would travel around like giving talks about how people should be disarmed. And Yamaguchi could not understand how humans could continue to make this this weapon. But it came to a point where you actually need this weapon to actually have any power. Of it, it's now it's just like a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we we can drop this. If, you want, if we wanna recreate what happened in Japan. Now, he never felt the need to be recognized as a double survivor, but in 2009, he saw this as his destiny and applied for double recognition. He thought that was what he was meant to do. He was meant to survive, and he wanted the story to be right. He wanted it to be in the books that he was at both blast sites. And until the end of his days, he suffered from cataracts and acute leukemia. But he was healthy enough to live a decent life. That's that's crazy, dude. He should
1: have so much more cancer.
0: I know. But his wife also (laughs) suffered from the black rain radiation. But she died in 2010 of kidney and liver cancer. But she was 93. So they lived to be really old and their three children at this time they claimed they got sick from just being around their parents with the radiation but i'm reading i was reading up on that like is it true that you get radiations from just being around somebody with radiation and the numbers in japan weren't showing that it was out of the ordinary for like the amount of birth defects and like they can't actually prove that it was from that like there's a slight increase but it wasn't like anything crazy
1: it's like a half truth right so i know somebody who went through uh, radiation chemo and they had to use a separate toilet because of the shit that was like coming out of their body when they peed really yeah it, like it would f- it it, ha- it would fuck up like the normal natric the natural septic tank it would fuck it up um i don't know how but um so you do you do you you can t- as much radiation you take in you will expel some of it it gets locked up in carbon par- particles so like if you do a lot of fiber it'll get locked up in that so you will expel some of it as much g- that gets locked into you yeah so i yeah uh, eh, eh. and then wh- who the fuck was that who was uh not salma hayek Catherine zeta jones who was her husband and for, for her her like husband in real life
0: Catherine Zeta-Jones.
1: I think. I, I think. F- I f- think it was her. Wasn't it? Vince? And I think her ex-husband oh. claimed to Wasn't get. Wasn't it
0: Vincent Castle?
1: No, no, it was. Uh, I fucking forget his name. Um, but he fucking he's pretty famous. The whoever I'm thinking of, he's famous for saying his ex-wife gave him fucking uh, throat cancer from him eating her out during fucking My radiation God. therapy. <laughs> like she he's saying, him. like I ate that box and I got that fucking. It's
0: possible. Probably. Probably is. So, so, Tumu Yamaguchi died of stomach cancer, January fourth, two thousand and ten.
1: That's pretty fucking good.
0: Dude. That's a long time. Double
1: fucking atomic bomb survivor.
0: I I I can't believe I couldn't even believe it when I was reading this. But that's all I got on Tsutomu Yamaguchi, legend, legendary survivor.
1: He was he was fucking sixty years short of a hundred. Yep amazing fucking nuts dude so
0: that's it everyone thanks for listening i'm mike bonomo that's brian davies and this is fight the fate